Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tuesday Track Talk podcast, episode number 18. Um, today, we got a a hot episode. Um, the main topic uh, for today is 2024 hot laps, or as we might say, 2024 hot takes. Um, the pit crew's got a pit crew's got a lot of lot of hot takes coming at you today. Um, we're all gonna you know throw them out there, and um, we'll just kick it around the pit crew um, and see you know what our takes are. Again, I love these episodes. Um, we're all coming in completely blind to um, all of our statements. So as we get we get start throwing out some of these hot takes, um, yeah, we're going to be burning it down. So uh, on today's episode, we also are going to do a little bit of race recap. Uh, there was some dang good racing uh, last week, both on the dirt and the asphalt. Uh, so we'll do a little bit of recap on those races and then uh, – we're getting in. We'll get into the the main event for today, which is um, the twenty twenty four hot takes. So, without further ado, um, how are we doing, fellas? Doing good. 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 I uh, so I know we usually talk about the Packers and the Badgers on these. So I wanted to throw a little curveball into you know what we kind of talk about before we get into racing. Have you guys been victimized by this uh, Stanley Tumbler blow up? As of these past couple of weeks, you know what I'm talking about, like these these tumblers. Yeah, no, I don't have one. You haven't, you know, you haven't been victimized like the ladies have been wanting them or anything like that. No, no. Okay, so I saw this post today. Uh, police say woman was arrested for stealing 65 Stanley tumblers worth 2,500 bucks. I did see the picture, dude. That was crazy. <laughs> Oh, two grand in tumblers. What are you going to do with all of them? Yeah. So for the Spotify listeners, it's for the next two years. Yeah. It's po- literally all these, these, these Stanley tumblers are piled up on, on the front of this officer's uh, cruiser. And it's just hilarious. I just love the, the, I don't know what you want to call it. The fad that this is. Yeah. So I just saw that. I just, I just thought that was interesting and, amazing barbaric uh, however you want to put it yeah yeah you'll you'll black market stanley branded cups for twenty dollars on the black market (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's just just some chump change there over two grand but yeah kidding no i don't know i've been uh and kind of the productive day, I finally getting around to some of the 2024 New Year's resolutions I had. So nice. Today was about day one. I finished my first book of 2024, and then it's finally not freeze your tail off in Wisconsin. So <laughs> got outside and went for a little walk. Uh, went for a half hour walk, which is where my brain was just turning on some hot takes. So um, not only was I. S- smoking off the feet while walking but there's smoke coming out of the ears too so um no feeling good and um yeah so on the firing in all cylinders so on the book discussion are you doing like what's your goal are you like doing a book a month you gotta at least a book a month yeah at least a book a month and ideally i just like to try to i try to read every single day sure um 
anything like are you hitting like certain topics or just whatever kind of flips your trigger uh so i guess there's two areas that i really enjoy reading one is like personal growth like sure how to be a better person you know whatever finding your passion your purpose like all that so i really enjoy those and then the other thing that i'm um i enjoy reading is like how to push the human body which is getting into kellen's world like this next book I'm going to read is like called endure and it's like how to push your body to extremes. Um, so those are the two things I enjoy reading one. Cause I want to try to get back physically fit. So, um, and I don't know, I just love the psychology of stuff like that, the personal growth. And then like, you know, even I'm sure you've heard of like David Goggins. Yeah. Like that shit. That's sure. What, sure. Stuff Better. that makes me want to run through a brick wall and like get my yeah together and get in shape. Like that's the stuff I enjoy reading. Better, better body, better mind type of type of Correct. thing. Yeah. So, um, all right, nice. We'll burn down some. We'll be burning some laps, and uh, hopefully, I'll be burning some calories. So. Sure. <laughs> sure. There you go. But yeah, anything else new? Not really. Just kinda... say it's winter winter time in Wisconsin, so it's not there ain't a whole hell of a lot going on. We're just trying to survive, basically. Yeah. That and I mean the racing is starting to pick up a little bit. It goes in its waves. It, it gets hot, yeah. slows down, gets hot, slows down, and so I, I we're on an uptick a little bit, I think. So yeah. The start, racing start. down in Bama and Florida and all that yeah. definitely helps. You know, it kind of gets a guy to get the bug when you get Lucas Oil back on the call. Ooh. Welcome in tonight. It's like, all right, we're going to be okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, I didn't. The other thing I thought about the other day, too, actually, is like yesterday when I was just sitting here. Boys, you remember last year, we're about three or four weeks from getting into another year of fantasy. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 the reigning champ is back. Oh, the, inaugural, the inaugural season is over. Everybody got a year to try out their strategies. Yep. Figure it out. Guess what? Twenty twenty four. We're three weeks away from starting that weekly just grinder. Thirty six grinder. Weeks. Verbal abuse and just <laughs> smashing Terrible stuff because you did something wrong. Terrible decision making. Oh man! Yes. Then you always got your group of hammers. How often do you use them? Because you yep. only get them ten times. I will. I do love the the format of the fantasy, yeah. though. I think it's. I think it's a great format. I've heard. You know, they got like the salary cap based ones. You get you know points based on finish and passes and all that. And I think this. I like this one compared to like that version of it. Yeah, and it's free yeah, too, so that cool. helps. But. Yeah, it's free. And then you also, there's some strategy into what, when you use certain drivers, certain drivers, and yep. you can't, you can't just start Kyle Larson all, all 26 races of the regular yep. season. So what's I, your, guys's, what's your guys' strategy heading into the year? I ain't telling you. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't really have. <laughs> I tell you what, I was, I one that paid off for me talking about like using burden starts off for some guys. SVG at Chicago, I pulled that trigger on that, and god damn it, did that pay off for me? That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> really, that really was too bad, man. But yeah, 
as racing's starting to pick up and more paint scheme, you're starting to see more and more NASCAR stuff. Teams yep. getting finalized, sponsors, paint schemes, photo shoots last week. And I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, oh, as we're getting into it, you're starting to see clash commercials and stuff like that. And Daytona promos and all the promos. I'm like, yeah, it's here. It's coming. We're only three weeks away from that 36 week grind. So, and if anybody's listening and wants to join in, um, we'd love to have more than four or five people in the league this year. Let's say I can uh, maybe create up keep a keep a league just for us three and then maybe you can make another one for for everybody else yeah yeah for sure but so yeah i thought about that the other day we're that's uh heck yeah i think the the highlight of my year obviously uh which was didn't really pay off but man remember that that regular season sweep we came in and you're in p3 and Everybody's counting us out when we won Daytona and end up winning the regular season title. Momentum died like shortly one, after that, but it was like one point or something. Yeah, I was something yeah. like that. Like I was full on, like I thought I had it in the bag type of thing. Cause I think it was me that was because you yeah. had a bad Daytona. So I, I had jumped into the lead. I thought yeah. I had it in the bag and something happened. And, you know, it, it was like I got, I had to keep an eye on the results in case something changed. And lo and behold, you end up by getting it by one freaking point. <laughs> oh. Talk about to the, the verbal abuse, not only on here that we got, you know, we st- didn't start this till probably September last year. So it was a tail end. Yeah. But in the group chat between the three of us, it's all day oh. long. And it's all race. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all race. Pace. but so. you hear but you hear like people that that play fantasy football or any other type of fantasy too it's like that's what gets people to kind of like pay attention a lot more games or something like that or you know sports gambling if you do sports gambling you pay attention a lot more games i mean it's the same idea here it really it really gets you in tune to the races and, and what's going on and maybe all that, so. somebody you don't usually root for too yeah exactly yep so yep. For sure. So I, I definitely enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to that for next year for, for that as well. So. Yeah. Stop saying next year. It's about three. Sorry. Weeks. It this year. Yep. Yep. About three weeks away. So. Yeah. The other I thing mean, that, that I know the season's getting close is like you were saying, like all the paint schemes. So with that, all the die cast cars that come out and I realize, Oh, I'm going to get a very tough uh, statement coming up here uh, next month. What I put my big order in of diecast cars so yikes yeah tough so i think yeah we might as well yeah i'm getting a little bit um agitated um (laughs) so i love hearing your guys' stories and chatting with you but we got we got got rates and talk about yep let's get right to it so um one of the races recaps, we're going to just chat on a little bit uh, briefly um, last weekend. Uh, kicking off the dirt season um, was the World Outlaws running Sunshine Nationals at Volusia uh, down in Florida. Um, so they had their first first weekend of racing. Uh, first night was rained out, um, so that kind of sucked. But um, I guess any... Any initial thoughts um, that you guys had from, you know, just kicking it off? I know we got a few talking points, but any initial thoughts 
so uh, Sunshine Nationals. So that's for me, this was similar to the Wawa shootout last week where I have never really paid attention to those these type of races. So this is my first time watching, you know, that especially at Volusia. Obviously, I watched World Outlaws a bit last year, but especially at Volusia, it's not a goddamn fast track. Holy yeah. man. Yeah. Them yeah guys for are... anybody that anybody that plays uh the World Outlaws video game, which we do, fun track, but three and four is tricky. It, it big flat half mile track, but three and four is like a little the outside wall coming out of four, like it creeps up on you. It's not a perfect like oval. Yeah. So it's kind of a unique track, but like you said, that that produced some fantastic <laughs> racing. Because like I was kind of curious, because I mean I could tell just by like the camera that it was fast so i was i was looking at some of the timing sheets that the world all off posted and in the rate in one of the heat races the average was 112 that was what the lap time was was 112 miles an hour Ooh. so i'm like man they're cooking if that's what their average is for that yeah they're humming right along so i, think- I mean that that was my first big impression my second my, my second point to that is there were a lot of guys that made a lot of ground yeah, between Ricky, Thornton, between Ricky Thornton Jr. and Brandon Shepard, the two guys that passed like in one night between the two of them, like literally might have passed like thirty cars total, like low twenties to the top five. Like those guys had. So again, hats off to the track prep crew for having that thing racy like that because it just makes them that much more exciting when you got somebody like that coming from the mid to deeper in the field that just has a rocket to run. So and I think that was so the first night was rained out. Suck. Yep. Mother Nature won night one. Um but night two that yeah to your point Kel that was the night night one or night two uh however you want to look at it was the night Bishop went 16 to second. Yep. And first weekend and not only did he have a rocket, but he already put himself on the map for a top paint scheme of 2024. <laughs> that orange and black and camo. I don't know who does his wraps, but oh my gosh. Um, and not only does he look sweet, but he's bad fast. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a guy to look out for this year. Yeah. So, um, like you said, and then RTJ, I don't know if you guys followed him on Twitter, but he was kind of making a joke of it. He was always quick and hot laps. And yes. In yep, I saw that. He's like, quick and hot laps never ends well. And both <laughs> both nights he was quick and hot laps and uh, didn't pan out for him either. But, um, yeah, but obviously, um, so the first night of racing, uh, Devin Moran got the win. Uh, which was, I don't know how you guys want to look at it. Surprising, not surprising. He was a Final Four car in the in the Lucas Oil Championship last year, but uh, not, he didn't win. Not, not surprising. No, he loves that place. Yeah, he he was he swept pretty much swept last year. Yeah, except for the rain night. Yep. Yep. So, so he had, he, winning this year, he had three consecutive there with the World yeah. Outlaws. So the old mailman, he was hauling it. Yeah. So he obviously starts the year off strong. Um, 
picks up right where he left off because he was a slide job away from a championship in 2023 there um, with Hudson O'Neill. So um, and that was somebody who said, you know, he didn't start figuring it out till later in the year. Um, So obviously he's starting off 2024 strong. He gets to win on Friday night. Um, And then Hudson O'Neill gets to win on Saturday night. And I won't read uh, the talking point. Hudson O'Neill, not asterisk, asterisk, asterisk around. So, (laughs) (laughs) and no, he's not. Um, He shows up in in typical Hudson O'Neill fashion. Um, Was really quick. Had just class of the field car. um, Was really driving it wherever he wanted to. So, um, he gets to win a night too. And I didn't even look at who was the top three on night two, but uh give me a minute, I can tell you. Uh O'Neill, Bronson, and Moran. So Devin Moran, nice. you know, podium both nights basically. Yep. So yeah. Um yeah, Sunshine Nationals, really the first big dirt late model event of the year. And for us it did not disappoint. Um a lot of lot of just great racing across the board. Yeah. You didn't get a chance to watch it. Um World Outlaws does a great job on their YouTube channel posting race recaps. Um, so if you can't watch the show, they always got a let's say six to ten minute video of the race recap, and those are you watch those and you feel like you watch the whole show. So if you didn't get a chance to to tune in or check out the Sunshine Nationals, uh give the World Outlaws uh, YouTube channel, uh, a search and, uh, take a look at that. So any final thoughts on sunshine, sunshine nationals? Yeah. So Kellen, you'll probably pick up on this a little bit better than, than cam would. Did you see who was running a last chance race down there? Nick Panitsky. Cedar Lake guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nick Panitsky was down there. Damn. I saw his name on the ticket. I'm like, there's no freaking way. Nice. Yep. Hell yep. yeah. So unfortunately yeah. he didn't make it out of the last chance, but he was down there. So Damn. sweet. I I just figured you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, um, he was down there. No, I mean, you, you mentioned earlier, Cam, about you know the the them two, Devin Moran and Hudson O'Neill fighting for the Lucas Oil Championship last year and coming down to that slider. I mean, you basically got two Lucas Oil guys that take a win away from World Outlaw guys here starting out the year. So, And Brandon Shepard comes away with the point lead. Yep. Which is going to lead into our main segment for me tonight. <laughs> so, no, I just, it's... It's all, and we see it at Cedar Lake. We get to see both the Lucas Oil guys and the World Outlaw guys come in, and Lucas Lucas Oil guys do like to, you know, spoil the party for them guys every once in a while. So, yep. Hudson O'Neill tried at Cedar Lake. You <laughs> got that right. <laughs> got that right. But no, I think it's and regardless of you know series that they run. It's just when you get it's star power. The amount of guys that you have there. Running that, that it, it yeah. racing produces, yeah. plain and simple, for sure. So, 
No, yeah. I was kind of that was kind of all I had on that. I just I I missed Saturday's race because of the Packer game, and um, but I did get to watch Friday, and like I said, that was another fast, bad, fast track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, um, great event. Um, great to have those boys back. It's been I think since the well the Dome and then the Wild West Shootout. Yep. Um, so starting to if you get back to a little bit of normalcy. Um, Get back but, and swing of things with the the dirt late models. What were you gonna say? You you could say this is the first, uh, really, it, it's the first ser- race for the World Outlaws. Yep, first yep. series to run. So, absolutely, got to start the year strong. Yep, and it's January already. So, um, switching um, switching gears. Uh, another race recap we had. Um, going to the asphalt side of things, Chris Speed Fest Protect Your Melon 150, um, asphalt super late model race. There, um, I guess was able to watch a little bit of it, but um, as I did last time, I'll just throw it out to you guys. Initial thoughts you guys had on, had on the race. Pollard's going to be strong this year. I got a feeling. Yeah. Between the snowball derby and this one, oofed. He's gonna be whipped up for the season. So most look good. Steven Nassie. He did. He had a little bit of a strategy call that helped get him up front, but he yeah, he's making a name for himself. And he came out with some news uh this week too, with him running the cars tour next year full time. So there was Sorry, go ahead. This is interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out for him. Yep, yep. So, um, he had a couple of big name guys down there too. Brandon Jones, uh, Josh Barry was running down there along with a lot of the the normal regular guys, the Cole Butchers, uh, Michael Hine, you the normal guys you'd see on the short track scene as well. Uh, the NASCAR guys didn't fare out too well this week. Brandon Jones really struggled. Didn't have anything. Barry wrecked after. Uh, getting DQ'd in qualifying because of his because of his air filter, um, which you know. he admittedly said they just overlooked it. They they saw the rule book, overlooked it, got nabbed for an inch too big of an air filter on it, which is the second time that team has been DQ'd mm-hmm. in the past however many months. Uh, once in a late in a limited or a late model stock, race. and once in this. What's that? It was last fall. Lane Riggs won a race in that car, didn't yep. he? Yep. And he, and he got D- I forget what the DQ was, but they got DQ'd. No. Given this one was a qualifying one, but second one out of that K- KHI stables. So if Roddy Childers look overlooking them cars, you know, old habits die hard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh no, Barry wrecked as well in that one and uh, Connor Okresic, he uh he had some choice words to say after he got racked out. He left the car in the watermelon patch and he walked back to the. I thought he was going. So we never saw a replay of the wreck. So I thought he was going after Barry, but he he just went back to his own trailer. And I tell you what, he he said something that I did not have on my bingo card as far as angry <laughs> driver interviews for the year. Can you, you got to give us the statement. You just got to change out the one word. Yeah. So he said, 
these guys race like old people. Bang. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, he's, I mean, he, there was no hesitation in that either. He just went out and said it. I was, I was sitting there. I'm like, did he just say what I thought he just said? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. what? <laughs> yeah. Very animated one. Might say. Yes. Wow. Oh man. So yeah, that was good. You sent that in the group chat. Cause I actually was in the car for a little bit and you sent that in the group chat. I got sat down and I'm like, he what? <laughs> and Cam looks at me. He goes, "What the hell?" I go, "That's what he said." <laughs> yep, yep. Oh god, so, I was kind of on off watching that one. I'm not gonna lie. I may have uh, fell asleep on the couch because of uh, shenanigans that were had. But mm. uh, no, it was it was another one of those that it was it was a long out drawn out race. So the the controlled cautions definitely came into play for that one. Uh, Nasty took his tires early versus Bubba, and that's what ultimately was the deciding factor. Was Bubba had fresher right sides and was able to get around him. Maybe a little bit of contact between the two of them that I don't think any of us are surprised by. Uh, but they got they got around no wrecks and Bubba just. Pulled away. He had a rocket as soon as he got away. I think even with the the right side tires, and they even said this on the broadcast too. Even if he didn't have the the right side tires, he would have caught nasty and got him around him anyways. I mean, he had the. I think he had the car to beat for that race, yeah. hands down. Nasty. Did you see what I was going to say? Nasty even said he goes, um, he goes. I, I I like racing around Bubba. It's good to race him. He goes. It sucks to lose to him. He goes, but it was just good hard racing. Yep. So he even said it. Little contact, he goes, but it was little contact. It was just good hard racing. So cars came home in one piece. You bet. But yeah, I was gonna say early in that race, even before some of those control cautions, Nasty just had a car that was class of the field. It was like inside, like you know, when you're you starting in the back of the pack, and the fastest way is go where the other cars aren't. Yep. Doesn't matter where. That's what I felt like Nasty was doing. Didn't matter if he's on the inside, outside. He was driving around people left and right. So, um, sorry, sirens outside. Um, Coming from. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah. Nasty looked good. And then supply, uh, surprise entry uh, we weren't expecting. Kellen over the old left shoulder there. Um, from central Wisconsin making the trip down there was Derek Krause um, getting in his family-owned car. Um, first time at the track. <clears throat> struggled. Um, timed in well. Timed in well. Didn't run great. Um, I think he finished P14, so. Yeah, first time at the P13. Track. P13. Um, P13. First, first time at the track. Um. So, getting so look, yeah, getting in the seat early. Yeah. yeah. I just, it, it, that definitely was surprising because there's nothing, there's nothing to like piggyback it with. There was a one off kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that just kind of surprised me a little bit for that too. But I mean, hey, it's, there was a bit of a Midwest presence down there. I'm not going to bash it by any means. So, no, we love know. to see him. And one of the things me and Kellen were, chatting about when we were together was unfortunately he doesn't have any 
a lot of seats for NASCAR series are filled and he hasn't announced any plans yet for 2024. So he might, this might be his year where he, you know, works for whatever, whoever he's working for. If he's doing sim work for colleague or legacy, whoever it is, and does that. And we might see him at, you know, a fair share of these bigger late model events, which will be. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. It's it's almost almost like a Majeski type of thing where he's still in the shop doing something, but he's getting out doing super late model racing when he can. And the old Jackman literally said that, as I said, we were talking this week, and Kellen's like, "Is he gonna pull a Majeski?" Oh, got in a got in a truck early. Yep, did well, but never you know outstanding. And then has to take a year or two off, work in the shop, learn, and then the next opportunity gets, maybe takes off. But yeah, so I don't know. It's always fun to watch him. Yep. Watch him race these big shows. Would be even more fun if we he always runs well, but never doesn't seem like he's ever really competing. You know, he'll crack the top five or get up there, but um always fun to watch him race nonetheless one thing that i always say too is you got to stay in somebody's conversation your name has got to be in somebody's conversation that's all it takes yeah so speak of it's kind of um i guess we'll touch on so bubble pollard wins the race i think it's kind of a good transition point as we get kind of like our last little like touch on point here before we kind of jump into the bulk of this but like how about the news of the Midwest? I should say, primarily the Midwest Tour or the Wisconsin tracks coming to it. Um, the unified super late model rules. Yeah, I when I saw that news come out, and I wish I, I never even knew that that was even discussions being had. Which I'm a little ashamed of that for how often I go to the races and and some of the people that I know. But when that news came out and I saw some of the tracks that were on there, I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, that's I mean, that's huge. And you look at this for some of us, like that's that's gonna be your smaller teams that can okay. now if you got her in one piece and she's ready to roll, you can change gears and change shocks and go run at the next track because you know the car is in the rule book already. So I think that's uh that's a pretty badass deal we got up here. That'll be that'll be super cool to see. And I think, you know, I'll look you look at that initial list, but I think there's going to be some more tracks that are going to jump on board with that. Yep. Yeah, I know you were saying that possibly WIR was going to hop on that train. Um, a lot of drivers up here were are on board with it. I think I know Stormy was. I know a guy that we like to follow a lot. He was very on board with yep. that. Um. I think I saw Gabe Somers say something, uh, Max Kaler say something. So, I mean, there's just a lot of guys that are on board with it. And I think that's going to help the, the car count around Wisconsin too. It's just, you're going to, you're going to see a lot of, you know, guys race here on Thursday, here Friday, here Saturday, and here Sunday. You're mm-hmm. just going to see guys literally make the, tr- the rounds to all these tracks. Yep. So. Just to name yeah. some of the, the tracks that were involved, Dells Raceway Park, Slinger Speedway, Jefferson, Madison, State Park, Lacrosse, Grundy, along with the Midwest Tour and the Live for Five series. So that includes races like the Nationals, Oktoberfest, 
uh, the short track championships that are now at the Dells, the Deaches Memorial, the Dixieland or the Gandrud, uh, the Icebreaker, the Bettenhausen. I mean, that's just the races go on. So I think it's going to help card count. You can see a lot of guys come into the series and you're just going to see a lot of the traveling guys on a week to week basis too. And maybe that's that fir- maybe this is that first step, but I think Greg McCarran says a good amount of poll or discussion, uh, you know what he stands up his word means it type of thing when it comes to the national tour as far as let's get a unified rule book around the country does it need to follow the minibus absolutely not but it's a good first step to get that everywhere else so sorry go ahead joe no i was just saying it's cool to see that yep yeah and i think yeah you know to your point about you know, one abiding rule book doesn't matter where it's from, but let's all get on one. And, you know, this was one of the, I'd say, you know, the first, you know, kind of step or trial and error, see how this goes. And from everything we've read and our initial thoughts is very positive. Yep. So I think a big portion of that conversation comes from, and, and, you know, last year with the, national tour running so many races up here i mean you look at those races you got the, for the dixieland or the gander you get one local guy that runs there and they run super late models late weekly yep. and he put on damn good car. racing and he didn't even run his own car yep. so i think and, and it's the conversation of going back is it a two barrel it is a four barrel like that conversation comes about but well, if guys want to still go run the stars race at Madison for the national tour, they absolutely could do that. Yep. But and I th- outside of that one off, you're going to go to any track and you're going to be, if you're set up, you're going to be legal for everywhere else pretty much. And I think that goes back to like that rumor that I was talking about with you guys when I was at Oktoberfest was the ASA stars national tour probably wasn't going to have any Midwest tour races on that schedule because of that. They still run in the Midwest, but they're not, a midwest tour race the midwest tour has their own schedule separate they're not running the sheer they're not running gandrud they're not running milwaukee well yes they're running milwaukee but it's the they're not running those races for the national tour so well pretty cool deal i'm excited yep. for that i am too and I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do with it in the future then yeah this is a, a huge first step absolutely so so, yeah, um, that kind of wraps up um, the Chris Beadfest Protect Your Mail 150. Um, uh, one more point I want to bring up, and Kellen, I know you were excited for this. Four. I know. Casey Roderick. Yeah. Dude, how about his uh, how about his qualifying? Slows him down, buzzes the tires a couple times, rolls yeah. into one, just taking it easy. He winds her up top of the board. Yep. <laughs> so good to Happy see him Steve. back. And they said he's trying to make that a year-long deal with Campy. He's for sure got eight races scheduled with him. Nice. But good. that's it's super loud, super lame out racing is good with him in the seat. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I had to bring that in real quick. So I think yeah. I've spoken my piece now. <laughs> Are you done yet? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yep. we're, um, good. we're good. Uh so yeah, that was uh the Chris Speed Fest Protective Mill 150. Um Love asphalt super late model racing again, and you know, to see some of the you know, us being from the Midwest to have a, a Midwest presence down there is awesome for us. And 
again, we just love short track racing. So any chance we get to watch, um, we're going to be dialed in. And especially when you get Midwest presence and then obviously the unified rules, the rules package that they announced was, again, another seems to be a positive move in the right direction. Everybody seems to be happy. So all around, great weekend, um, step in the right direction for short track race on the asphalt. So I guess um, those kind of wraps up our uh, two race recaps. Um, So without further ado, I think we're diving into the main event, or one would say the feature. So, um, this week's uh, topic, so to speak, um, is 2024 hot takes. Not hot laps, hot takes. Um, so, basically, is what we said is, hey, we're going to bring each, each pit crew member is going to bring, you know, how, five to ten statements to the crew and we're just the other two are just gonna hash it out. You're gonna hit the gas, you're gonna pump the brakes. Um my segment's a slightly a little bit different, but um yeah, so I know I got 10 statements prepared. I'm gonna just throw them out there. Um we're just gonna have you know a brief discussion on each of the each of the statements that I have and uh leave it to you guys to leave it to the other two pick crew stones. Um, to kind of hash it out and see what you guys think. So without further ado, I think I'm first on the clock. Am I not? You are. Yeah. I got my pen and paper ready to go here too. All right. So I got to get uh, critical that I don't blow the cover right away. <laughs> This is going to get interesting. I am. All right. Can you guys see? Full can or no fuel. All right. Okay. So um, we're talking about smashing the gas or pumping the brakes, but I am the gas man on the pit crew. So um, (laughs) he loves this. It's full can or no fuel. Um, I love it. So if you get a full can, you believe it. Or you're with it. Uh, if you get no feel, uh, you're against it. So, um, what? I like this. I'm I'm ready. This is good. So already off to a good start. All right. So full can or no feel? Here we go. And I ordered my statements ten to one. One being the finale. Um, So let's get right in. So P10, Chase Elliott will make the championship four in 2024. No fuel. No fuel. Whoa. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Pretty resoundingly quick no fuel. He's going to struggle playoffs. Yeah, I could see him getting to the round of eight, yep. but he that round of eight is going to be a struggle bus. Yep. You took the words out. He'll be, he'll be like six, probably 20 points out. I was – it's – it's, Martinsville is going to bite him. It's going to mirror – I almost feel like it's going to mirror Chris Busher's run in the championship eight, in the final yeah. eight. I think it's going to mirror that. He'll get himself through. He'll maybe even win his way into one of those rounds. 
but yep. he's going to struggle. I feel. The Rona Not, twelve. The Rona twelve is where I think he's going to struggle. He'll get into the eight, but it's and we see it year in year out. It's when you get to that eight that everything matters. You cannot have any mistakes. Yep. And I think it's it's going to be a matter of he's going to make one mistake and everybody else isn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Simple. This one's cut and dry. Yep. Pretty quick. No feel there from the other two <laughs> picker members. Number nine. The Dome Gateway Dirt, Dirt Nationals produces a better show than Chili Bowl Nationals. <laughs> this is nine. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god! Somebody snip a picture of Van Gogh right now and put that as the... <laughs> like. Um, I, I'm gonna go. So, Van Girl, here's here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Gateway Dirt Nationals, yes, because I just enjoy dirt supers more than I do midgets. That's yep. my only premise. Car type. That's it. That's all I got for you. I don't even know where to begin with the rest of it. So that's what I'm going with. Oh, you're gonna do this to me, aren't you? <laughs> no gas. No gas. <laughs> I think I think be, there, there there's a personal thing. I think I've got a personal one, but I'm trying to figure out like a, a an actual halfway decent reason for it too. One, just because the chili bowls, like and I've said it before, where like the chili bowls was really kind of my first introduction into uh dirt racing. So it's kind of my first love type of thing. Yep. So that's sure. that's where that one kind of comes into play. That's exactly what I just did too. You know, yep. all you know, again, all else being equal, what's the deciding factor? I guess what you're right. You enjoy more. Yep. So, yep. I think I with I think with the Chili Bowl Nationals, I think you get a larger variety of drivers coming into race. Whereas you know you get your late model guys to come in, you get your modified guys to come and race in, or whoever is racing that particular weekend because they switch out the support divisions. Chili Bull Nationals, you get dirt late model guys, you get wing sprint guys, the chili the the midget guys, NASCAR guys, you get that that variety of driver in there. So I think it's you get a better show based on the variety of drivers you get versus the the racing itself. I think the racing at Dome is great. I like the variety of drivers if I had to, you know, throw a reason out there. And especially okay. when you get down to like C, B, and A main on Saturday afternoon and night, you want to talk about some hammers that don't make the show. That's fair. Driver intros, though, point goes to Gateway Dirt National. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will say the Chili Bowl does a good job, though, with uh, the Parade of States. They get whether you're in it or not, you get to at least do the parade of states. So, no, I respect that. All right, first difference got Jackman giving us a full can and tire changer going no fuel. So, again, this is number nine. Yeah, for real. Number eight, Pilot will be a better series than the World of Outlaws in 2024. I'll go first. I'm gonna <laughs> I know where you're going. I'm gonna first love again. 
No, yes. So I'm gonna go no can, but I'm gonna go like I wish I could do like half a can because I think the I I'm gonna say the World Outlaws will be better. Will put on a better series, but I think the midweek money races will be better. I think gonna, the midweek money will will be its that'll be the big one. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna go opposite again. I'm gonna say full can. And I'm gonna say that because the drivers I've followed longer are gonna run high limit. Sure. So that's not necessarily a series difference. I'm gonna say that's gonna be guys that I've followed longer are going to run high limit. So I'm gonna say I'm more invested in high limit than I am world outlaws. I think the other thing with the World of All Laws too is, and you know, this is just kind of speaks to Brad Sweet's dominance. You're going to have new faces fighting for a championship here too. Yep. So I think that just adds to the storyline of the season as well. Yeah, for sure. So absolutely. I don't know how many new faces are going to be fighting. I feel like that'll be the old DG2 title next year. Sure, but you also see your swing of guys that that kind of make their make their statements as well too. Does it come down to running the entire series? Absolutely, but I think you're gonna at least get that discussion in there. Yeah, sure. So, other difference we got a full can and no can there. So, yep. Van Grove must have something against me because he's going a lot <laughs> of no cans. All right, well, I get better questions. Number seven. SHR will put two or more cars in the playoffs in 2024. No fuel. No fuel. They struggled too much, and they don't have that. They don't have that star driver. I think Har- I think Harvick leaving was a big blow to SHR. Are they going to be good in a couple of years? Absolutely. And I hope they are, but I think that's that you're not going to see that quick turnaround either. No, I'm not going to say they're not going to win a race. I could agree with that. I could see them winning a race, but I'm not going to say they're going to get two cars in the playoffs. I could agree with that. That's where I'm going. And the reason I threw this in there. So now you're looking at Chase Briscoe is the leader of that crew. And you're going Chase Briscoe, Noah Gregson, Ryan Priest, and Josh Berry. Yeah. Well. So definitely a young movement. And that could be a, you know, this is a move for the future, a two, three year, you know, play. Sure. Um, but and you know, Josh Berry ran well in his time in that 48 last yep. year. So yeah, so, so they're gonna win a they're gonna win a race, I think. But you want to make a quick prediction on who that's gonna be? Either Briscoe or Priest. I don't know which one. Really? I was going to say Briscoe or Barry. I was going to say Briscoe or Barry as well. I could see Briscoe winning it out out of either of those matchups, but I was yep. going to go Briscoe or Barry. It's going to be at a restrictor plate too. Ooh. I'm going to go. I'm going to get fringy and go. Yeah. You know where I could see it happening, and this Thanks. is going to New Hampshire. SHR has been good in New Hampshire. What? New Hampshire. Yeah. It, that's that's where I'd put my money at. That's where Almarola always made his stake. Exactly. I was going to say, old Almarola. Yep. Yep. Okay. Anyways, All right. So, seven, we both you guys went no field. Yep. Yep. 
I still got to get a tank of gas or a can of gas out of you, bud. All right, we'll see if we can get there. Number six, mm. Rico Abreu will finish higher than Brad Sweet in the high limit points in 2024. Hold on, I got to check something here. He's fact-checking. No, yeah, I'm going to take it. Yep, he's going to do it. You're going to do it? Yep, I'm going to I... I'm uh, I'm still no gas. Whoa. <laughs> I'm still no gas. I think sweet. I think sweet's gonna be your champ, honestly. Okay. All right. I'm go I'm going nope. Okay. All right. I threw us in there just because we we you know a while back we had that episode uh, where we're round tabling, you know, if you throw Kyle Larson, Brad Sweet, and Rico on a track at one time, who we take, and we all had somebody else. So, um, yeah, I just thought these are, you know, some of the hotter names. Well, obviously, yeah. Brad Sweet's a staple in sprint car racing, and now he's the owner and got the series going, and Kyle Larson's in on that deal as well. And now you got, you know, Rico coming along, you know, arguably – three of the bigger names in one series. And so um thought I'd hit you with this, but sure. That's, these are good. I'm impressed so far. Some one time here, we're going to get a full camp from the old tire. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Number five. If Ricky Thornton jr. Runs a series in 2024, he will be the champion. I'll take a tank of gas on that. I'll take a tank. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yep, I'd agree. Um, just threw this one out there because obviously he had um a year that we was was out of this world um last year. And so and he ended up not winning it, which led to debate on the format, this, that, yep. and the other thing. So um I'll I'll take him. Yep. I'll take him as well. Got my first tank. First thing, Van Girl's finally leaving pit road. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, restrictor plate racing produces the best NASCAR racing. No tank. Um, oh boy, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no tank, no no fuel. So I'm I'm curious of what you think produces the best racing then. I threw this out for debate because I think I just think the more you watch restrictor plate racing, the more you things can flip like a switch. Good, bad, or different. And I just I, I love my mile and a half racing. I agree with that. Mile and a half, two mile. Perfect example, Kansas. When you get when you get a track like Kansas, when you can get the multi-groove racing going on, and you get a little bit of that searching for a line as the run goes on, like you do in any of the dirt races type goes on too, I think that puts on some of the best. I agree that super speedway racing can you know, you get that flip of a switch moment, 
but I think it's throughout the entire race, I think you get better quality racing out of mile and a half, two mile versus a super speedway. Restricted point limits a little bit of your strategy calls. Yep. Because if you if you go in on your own, you're going to go, depending on how long the run goes, you could go a handful of laps down. You get stuck out there making laps by yourself, which you hope you get picked up. But I think it limits a little bit of the strategy and what you can do with the fuel and tires. Stage racing has definitely helped the super speedway, the plate restricted plate racing in the years. But when you get to that state long stage three going on, it, it it happens damn near every race. You get that single file line. Everybody just rides around to the bottom. Yep. Or the top, whatever it is. No. I'm not okay. saying I don't like restricted racing because no, I do yep. I do enjoy watching and I love watching. 100%. I just I'm a, I think I'm a mile and a half guy. I I threw this in there just I so I just threw it on the base of you know yeah mile and a half are great and half miles are awesome but again I was thinking off of the fact of I'm indifferent I definitely sure. love watching it um, just because you can go from the fact of you're leading the race to getting split or going high and not getting clear. And all of a sudden you're in the middle of three wide and you got a lane on your outside and, and your inside. And you can go from first to 32nd in less than half a lap. Yep. So I don't know. I enjoy the restrictor plate. They're definitely fun to watch. Um, and just the strategies and the drafting and the way that things works. And when one line gets going, it's like, Almost like you're on jet fuel. So, so just to to throw this out here. First off, are we considering Atlanta Super Speedway? Let's let's start with that. Or sorry, it was strict play easing. So yes, that would count. So yeah. your top five, according to Jeff Gluck's was this a good race poll? Your top five going from five to one was Atlanta, Fontana, Daytona. Charlotte, the uh, the Oval, and then Kansas, uh, the first one. Hmm. So yeah, two restrictor plate races, three mile and a half to two mile races. So close, very close. Yeah, yeah very close. You probably so. could go to six, and it probably would be Daga, and you probably could go three and three. Uh, Daga was seven, Ooh. actually. Ooh. Kansas, the second Kansas race was six. So you oh. go, so you go four and two then, or sorry, four and three. not right. Four and three. Yep. Four and three. Either way. I mean, that's when you get to seven, that's as close as 50% as you can get. Right. So. Yeah. I thought this was just an interesting topic. Thought I'd throw oh, it. That was good. See what yep. you guys thought. Anyways. So two, no, no cans of gas there either. Nope. Sputtering coming around. <laughs> P3. B-Shop will have more in total winnings in 2024 than J.D. Oh, you're struggling with this, so I'm going to go right away. Full tank. Full tank. <laughs> um, so here's what I'm going to say. And I'll give you my, my reasoning or my thought on the back. I went back and forth in this statement, but I'm going to give you my thought once you go, Kel. I'm going to say... Keyword is winnings. 
True. I got here's two reasoning. I'm gonna say full cam. Here's what I'm gonna say. The scary part about this is JD is coming off of for his standards a tough year. He could be dangerous coming off of a tough year. I right. for I standards, he didn't race the way or the season didn't go the way he anticipated. So I think he could be pretty dangerous coming off a year going, um, we're gonna have this thing tuned up and it's gonna be tuned up right when we unload from day one. Now, Bishop's running World Outlaws. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what it comes out to when the guys split to run their series. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you look at it like uh, Bishop's going to be racing Pierce every night. But then you look at Lucas Oil and you got Thornton, O'Neill. Going on last year, Thornton, O'Neill, Moran, yep, McCready. Um, so I think the field is going to be a little bit tougher for JD, but I also think JD, the team had a little conversation this off season. He said, we're going to get this thing right. And we're going to be fast from the get go. I would be curious. And I don't know if this is something that we'd, we could easily keep track of throughout the year. If you did just head to head races where both of them were in the same event, if you nope. track the winnings, then you could do that. So my yep. thought was, so JD is yet to really declare if he's going to run a series or not, obviously he wasn't at Volusia. So, you know, it's the first weekend for, and then it's, he's off for a while, but he's yet to declare, but you would have thought he probably would have been there if he was considering running the, the world outlaws, but obviously he ran Lucas oil last year. Here's my thought on this statement. Bishop will have more in total winnings in 2024 than JD. If I stopped it, or if I changed the statement when Bishop will have more wins in 2024 than JD, I'm going full can. But on this statement, I'm going no can. I believe Bishop will have more wins than JD in 2024. But the big purse races is where JD makes his money. The million, the dream. The big 50K, 100K races, that's when JD shows up. You're not wrong. You're you're talking Eldora, and he he rocks at Eldora. Yep. So I think Bishop's going to have a heck of a year, and obviously he's he's the Longhorn, Longhorn house car, so he's getting best of the best. And I think he's going to have a, a wild year. I think he's going to win a lot of races, but I think he's going to win a lot of the Lucas Oil, you know, 10, 15 thousand dollar to win races he'll yep. win a lot of those i think jd goes for the bigger crown jewels and will show up and win more in winnings but he'll win less races sure that's yeah i can see it Boy, that, so, was a tough one. that was a so i'm down to my final two statements and these two i'm jacked up they for. get they get they've been getting good as we go along here and this <laughs> one i'm excited to hear what you guys got to say about this one because this is the last racing um about a series but um let's just get right to it the current nascar playoff format should remain the same <laughs> 
I'm I'm gassing it up. I am also gassing it up. So you guys agree with that winning the regular season title? The regular yep. season or having a year like Denny Hamlin and winning all the races but no championship? You guys you're good with that? Yep. Maybe not the best team or best car, or best driver in a particular year doesn't win a championship. You're good with that? Especially with the fact that the regular season champ gets a good bonus going into the playoffs. Yeah, you can't if you would have changed this to Lucas Oil format, I would have said no gas. But because we're talking about the NASCAR one, they get that incentive in the regular season. Oh. I am all for it. And it's it, it it's, doesn't matter which sport you're in. Football, baseball, racing. You got to show up when it counts. And the counts at the end of the year. Playoffs come around. You got to be good. Oh, so you went full can. Yep. Got two full cans there. I went full can. Yep. I do enjoy it. I'm good with it, too, just for for the sake. I just enjoy the the 16 just eliminate four every three like it and it's clear as day like who's below the cut who's above yep and it makes your it makes your room for air basically minimal yep and gotta be good when it matters gotta be good when it matters so are you guys ready for this finale not really but go ahead you've been hyping this up so so (laughs) This one's just a debate. It's a question. Um, so there's really going to be not a, a full can or no can of gas on this one. This one's just going to be a debate. The Jackman and Tire Changer with <laughs> super late model at Slinger who finishes higher in the race. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I got to go for myself, right? <laughs> I got to pick myself. <laughs> I mean, well, so I'm going to be that guy. And I'm going to say, because I have my iRacing simulator or my iRacing sim here, I have already more laps turned than you do. You're right. So, you know, we could put this to the test, though, is whatever you guys come up next. We could do the simple, you know, five lap, five hot laps type of thing. Yep. Don't change the setup or anything. You could change the brake bias, but that's about it. Well, we could do it. I got to vote myself. The confidence I have or the racing abilities next to none, <laughs> but I'm taking myself. I'm not going down without a bumper. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was good. That was a doozy. Wow. That was good. I, that I was... love that you picked Slinger, too. Yeah, <laughs> I just figured things always get rowdy there. Tight quarters, short. That is perfect. That's um, good. But yeah, I don't know. I thought to how many laps do you think you've turned at Slinger? In a super late, I've probably turned about 30. In a street stock, I've probably turned about 100. Uh, yeah, Killen. So I would say he's not. I mean, he's. Got a You're not bit. giving yourself a good argument as why I should pick you. Me? No, Callan, the tire, the Jackman. 
I think he's just got the utmost confidence in himself, but I'm saying give Kellen one hour and I think he can be at on a simulator and he could be at the equivalent to you. In sure. A model. Sure. Potentially we don't, that's to be debated. <laughs> We're going to have to solve this now. This is going to be, Oh man. And you know what? If when we do this, we're gonna take a video too. We'll we're gonna to do a couple different ones. We're gonna do we'll do Slinger. We'll do Cedar Lake. Oh so, yeah. So we'll here's a couple question. different ones going. If we get the three of us together and we all do this, is there a practice session? Yes. Is it? Hey, as soon as you. Well, yeah. I think we got to do a practice session. I think it, you get you get ten minutes practice. The three of us get 10 minutes of practice and then you get a five lap run. Yeah. Five lap time trial. Yep. Gonna go Take your best lap. Oh, best lap. Okay. Take your best lap. That was gonna be my next question. Just yep. think about all my angles. Or we uh, no, or we could do IndyCar style where it is average. Or we could do both of them. We could do both. Yeah. What the hell not? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's a good one, Cam. I'm, That'll I'm be, that's a good that, one. And now while we're on it. Um, definitely a future bonus content during the week. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think that'll that'll definitely be a uh, USA Nationals weekend. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's my ten. <laughs> that was good. I'm that was a doozy. Um, yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. You know that goes back to the conversation, like us starting our own race teams. And like who was the driver and whatnot. Like I said, I didn't pick any of us to drive because I barely trust ourselves to work on the damn car as it is. Yeah, it. I thought that was. I was thinking of some yesterday and I was coming up with some and I'm like, what can I do to throw my own spin on it? And what would be something that would be funny? So. Yeah, not how we did that that last one that came up that last one now we got a that'll be a bonus episode oh um, man uh recording each other on the old tire changer sim rig you know what we're gonna do here i'm gonna put adult in my calendar for that just so we don't forget as well yeah that'd be, that'd be good that could be a YouTube live from somebody's phone too. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! All right, you ready for the next ten? Yeah, that's cool. Gas. All right, so smash the gas if you're going with it. Pump the brakes. Not so hot. All right, here we go. Twenty twenty four edition. NASCAR will have a repeat champ in 2024. Smashing the gas. Pump the brakes. Whoa. All right, Van Gruel. What are we what are we thinking here? Who's Van Gruel got for uh uh he's got a first time champ. Yep, we're gonna have a first time champ. I think it is. Am I am I telling who the, who I'm thinking it is? Sure. I think it's going to be Byron. Uh, he's out there, yeah. I think our it's going to be Byron. Our boy Denny still ain't got one. 
<laughs> oh. I would have pumped the brakes oh. even harder. I would have pumped the brakes even harder if you would have said we're going to have a back-to-back champion. Good. <laughs> I just, I it's so damn. So hard you got a lot of belief in Blaney. <laughs> it's so hard to go back to back now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Wow. Um, I was. I'm gonna say yeah. Um, I think Denny Schneid continues. Um, and then. I will say, I, after I thought about it, I'm like, I do get a little bit scared of Willie B um, having the year he had last year, but I'm going to stick with it. Um, I'll, I'll smash the gas. Uh, I'll believe a, a savvy vet who's done it, who's been there before, who'll get it done, a Joey Logano, a Kyle Larson, somebody like that um, that's been around the block. I believe somebody like that, like that, will get it done. Um, yeah. So, yep. Let them right away in five one. Stuart Haas will win a cup race in twenty twenty four. I mean, I that definitely goes back to our previous conversation of, oh. you know, are they going to get a guy in the playoffs? But the question was, are they going to get two cars in the playoffs? And I did not take my tanky ass there. I am. What are we doing here? I don't you know hit buttons, didn't you? I don't know what that was about. Um, Man. I'll smash the gas. I'm going to say they're going to find a. I, I will smash the gas as well. Yeah, Blind Squirrel finds a nut once in a while. They're going to win a race, not because they're the best car, but because they yeah. – a strategy call, a late race caution, somebody wrecks, and they're the benefactor. Yeah. I don't feel great saying that, considering they weren't even in a position to get that last year. But True. <laughs> nope, I will, I will go with that. But I will... then the previous year, you know, Briscoe won it phoenix and whatever so i don't know and i i think they'll get lucky and they'll win a race um i think briscoe or priest will um i think between or you know, obviously they they did a new logo which i don't know you know it, it feels like a fresh start type of thing and along with bringing two new drivers in it just it's a new feeling type of thing yeah oh, sure Guys are both gassing that one up. All right. <laughs> Don't feel great about that. <laughs> Defending Cup Series champ Ryan Blaney will struggle in 2024. I mean, I'm I got to I mean, I got to pump the brakes on that <laughs> one. What's your definition of struggle, though? That's that's the thing. Like not win a race. So let's all right. So let's back up. I'll say define my struggle as not getting out of the round at twelve. No, pump out pump breaks. I'm still smashing the gas. Don't I'll pump the brakes on that one. Okay. 
you're you're still thinking deep playoff run. Round eight. Okay. Doesn't get out of the eight, but uh, round eight. Yeah. I'm 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 smashing the gas. He wasn't great last year. But he came on when he needed to. He had a phenomenal playoff run. Ford's got a new body. I just don't. I don't for. I, I think all else being the same, I see a, a same regular season, and I don't see him having the postseason that he had this past year. I see him having a similar or equal regular season, getting in but he's not going to turn it on in the playoffs the way he did, which would lead me to say, yeah, he'll bow out in the round of 12. Yeah. Out in 12 for number 12. Wow. Okay. So we got to split again on the old Blaney prediction. Next up, Brandon Shepard will win the 2024 World Outlaws title. Hmm. <laughs> I'm smashing the gas. Pumping the brakes. Ooh. I think it'll be Bobby P again. Wow, we got a back to back title. Okay. Long Longhorn factory team. Um, great start to the year this past weekend in Volusia. It's got the best paint scheme on tour. Yep, that's all I need to see. All I, I see. think you're looking at the two championship contenders and Bobby yep. P and Brandon Shepard, but I think Bobby P will repeat. Yep. All right. I'm 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 B Shep. I got Team B Shep. All right. Before I click the next picture, I want you guys to take a look right above that left or that left front fender wall of the Jonathan Davenport car in the background. You notice what logo's on there? Lucas Oil. That'd be Lucas Oil. Not to give that away, but I just noticed that just now. When B Shep's already got the World Outlaws logo on his car. Yep. And you have to know that. It's now the Nutrient Egg Solutions Restart Zone going forward for Lucas Oil. So I would have to say that Davenport's going to run Lucas Oil again. Mm -hmm. I don't just notice that now. Side tangent. All right. Okay. We split again. Kind of stand on the same course. JD will win more features than RTJ in 2024. Pump the brakes. I agree. Pump the brakes. Okay. Go back to my same statement. I think RTJ will have another phenomenal year. Um, and he's already off to a cooking start. But I just think when JD wins races, he doesn't win a ten or fifteen thousand dollar show. Like you're going back on you're going back to your dollar statement. Yeah, I'm going back to the dollar statement. I would say Ricky Thornton Jr. will win more races, but I think JD is going to – he'll win the crown jewels or the, or the big purse races. And sure. I think that was in the one lap, one beer um, 
interview at uh, Knoxville that he did with Flo. JD says he wishes that the Lucas Oil would back off on the amount of races that they do so that these guys could have more time to do short tracks or in their in their areas that their teams are from. And two, when they show up to a specific track, they're dialed in and cars in the best shape, got the best setup that they know how to do. He just mentioned like he feels like they just at times like you just show up and you're figuring it out on the fly as opposed to if there was less races, you could be more dialed in, but neither here nor there. I think RTJ will win more features, but I think JD is going to do the same thing and he'll win. If Eldora, the million goes back to the late model race this year, best believe he's going to be a, a favorite. Okay. The dream or the world 100. Yep. And then JD always gets a couple of those signature 50k wins on a Thursday, on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, a Brownstown, uh, something like that. Okay, all right. So you guys are both pumping the brakes. Next one, <laughs> Rico will win the high limit title in 2024. Pump the brakes. I'll smash the gas. Cool. You got him winning one, huh? I'll, uh, since I talked for five minutes on the last statement, I'll let the tire changer go first this time. I think just Brad Sweet. I mean, you're going up against him. And especially when Brad Sweet knows how to run a long season series. He knows when he needs to run good, when he doesn't. Rico's kind of got that disadvantage where he's always been kind of a true outlaw, so he doesn't have a full, you know, a, a full touring series under his belt. Does that mean a whole lot? No, but I think just the how to handle the season will come into play. So I, that's why I'm picking. I'm saying no, and I think it's going to be Brad Sweet. Well, I'm going to say yes. Rico's coming off one of his best years buying a sprint car with that team. Um, he's going to pick up right where he left off. And then not only that, but I'm going to say Brad Sweet doesn't have his head in it this year. Um, he is now a series owner. He's going to be dealing with a lot more stuff, um, not race car related, promoters, all the back end stuff. Um, so I'm going to say there's a bit more distraction on Brad Sweet's plate this year, um, uh, being the owner of the series. Um, hence, He's going to have to rely on his team a lot more um, to set up his car. And, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say the distractions are going to get to Brad Sweet. So you're not thinking the table full of white claws and a phone call is going to fix the problem. <laughs> I, that is a classic photo. Yeah. I love that picture. Okay, all right, we're split again. Here you go. Stick in the sprint car, sprint car world. David Gravel finally gets the World of Outlaws crown. I'm smashing the gas. Plain and simple, he's been chasing Sweet for the longest time. 
He was close last year. Um, close to Sweet, and now that Sweet's gone, he's been waiting to come out from under the wing for a while, and he'll get the job done. Yeah, I am pumping the gas as well. I just it's it's gravel's time to shine. I mean, plain and simple. And I'd have to go back and look at one of those who's declared, you know, series, you know, one of those pictures. But it's like, who do you think arguably is going to give him a run for his money? Howdenshield, Shoehart. I was going to say Shoehart. Yeah. Shots, maybe. Yeah. But no, I think we're both in agree. I think Gravel's been waiting under the wing far too long and been too close that this isn't his year. Okay. For it not to be his year, sorry. Sick paint scheme, too. Yeah. Black and neon orange. Yeah. All right. This is number eight. Man, Grohl, I'm going to strike you with this one here. Cole Butcher will win the, national the ASA Stars National Tour title. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to pump the brakes only because I don't know who else is committed. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah. I think when you uh, there's certain, like... <sighs> I'm, I, this is a thinker. This is a head-scratcher. Nope, pumping the brakes. That's what I'm going with. Okay, Cam? Um, I'm going to pump the brakes, and you guys can correct me wrong. Um, if you want to disrespect one of me and mine, um, I'll disrespect one of you and yours. I'm pretty sure he was one that showed up at WIR and said, you can definitely tell this is a local track if Kraus is that fast. Yep. <laughs> yep. So Absolutely. You want to say something like that, uh, <laughs> you get what you deserve. Um, yep. he's not gonna get it done and I tell you what and I tell you what if there, a guy that I'm waiting to see is gonna commit is is uh, a, another one in that photo there Majeski yep yep uh, Bubble Pollard's another one Casey Roderick Gio Ruggiero I mean William Swalich he, he could be on the board too it's it all depends on who commits. Yep. Okay. All right. So you guys are both pumping the brakes on the red twenty-eight. Ooh. <laughs> I Ooh. like I picked this photo for a reason. <clears throat> I'm gonna go on the premise. We don't know for sure, but I'm gonna go on the premise that he's gonna run the Midwest tour. And I, I have a feeling he will. Ty Fredrickson will win on the ASA Midwest tour in twenty twenty four. You know, it's such a hard discussion just because he has very limited starts. Yep. And I'll explain why I picked this picture in a minute, but I'm going to go ahead and let you guys make your decisions. You know what? I'm jumping on that train. <laughs> Punch the gas. Get Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm smashing the gas as well. When you got somebody like Danny turning wrenches on your car, he's going to show up. He'll be quick at wherever he needs to be. He'll be quick wherever they show up. And a little bit of seat time, 
he'll find himself in the mix at one of these races at the end of it, and he'll find a way to get the job done. Well, I picked this picture. This is the incident for those that are listening. This is the incident when Zier and Majeski got together coming to the end of the Oktoberfest 200 lacrosse. But I think this was his coming all party. Yes. I think he, maybe he didn't, wasn't going to outright win the race if these guys don't wreck or solder doesn't break. But he kept his nose clean. He was there. These cars are running single file. Somebody slips up. That's a chance for him to get by. Runs a good line. He could potentially be there to win that race. There are three races or three tracks we'll go with that I think he could win at. Yep. One of them's in this picture, lacrosse. I think Kakana and Madison. I'd even put Elko in there. I didn't. Uh, yeah, because it's his home track, basically. Yep. But I was going to say those three because they are very momentum and fast tracks yep. versus, you know, your your tight, short track one. Yep. I just felt like that one crossed my mind as I was looking through some Midwest Tour stuff. Like, yep. I saw this picture. I'm like, I think that was kind of his his big track coming out. So it was kind yep. of his – he found a little momentum. He got behind the seat. He went and ran Nashville, ran well here. So yep. I just had to bring that one up. And last one. Bubba Pollard will win the Snowball Derby. He gets the monkey off his back. I'm smashing the gas. <laughs> Van girl, I'm just tearing you apart with these last couple. <laughs> Because you know I love this. The, I mean, this is my bread and butter. <laughs> but they're also super hard debates. Too. They these, are super hard. These are not just, yeah, he's got it. You know what? Going back to our conversation at Chris about Bubba's going to be tough this year. Yep. Absolutely. I am smashing the gas. Cam, you went gas too? Yep. Yeah. I picked him this past year. And you know who he's going to beat to do it? Nassie. Nassie. <laughs> Here's my pick this past year to win it. Um, what happened? It's a strong car. And then did he end up getting... Yeah, you to, you're Nassi. talking... To, yeah, yeah, him and Nancy got together. Yeah. Yeah. I'll you, guys had, gas. you guys had between, six that were the same. Between Van Groll's superior knowledge saying this is going to be his year and me picking him last year between the, those two, I feel great. about. <laughs> All right. You guys said six that were the same, including what? five of the last six. <laughs> so some head scratchers in there to start the evening. Huh. So I you guess guys it's my five turn. and nine. Five and nine for me were the same. You sure it wasn't six? Yeah, good call. Six, six. and three. Nope. All right, Van Grohl, what do you got for us, my guy? All right. So I've only got seven. I did add one as we were talking here. Oh. 
that's fine. So we didn't really have a set number. We just kind of yeah. Them. I will say there may be a couple repeats in here. I will say mine are going to maybe be a little lackluster, but we'll just go for it and see what happens. I'm gonna before we get into this, uh, punch the gas or pump the brakes. Since we're throwing punches out, um, I'm gonna say tire changer punches air and gets last in fantasy this year. Ooh. <laughs> wow. You're, you're gonna be punching air. Getting bold. All right. Okay. The, old, the old P3 for the tire changer. <laughs> and the other part, now we brought that up. I just love when you have a tough week. Because you were just so down in the chat. Yep. Things go wrong for you. Yep. Just like, yeah, sad, just terrible picks. Yep. Like, you know what we're going to say. So you just get it out there for us. Yep. You don't have to say much. Yep. Paralysis by analysis. Yeah. You just, anyways, sorry. All right. So punch the gas, pump the brakes. RFK will have one car in the championship four in 2024. Yeah, I'm gassing up. I'm pumping brakes. All right. So, Khaled, which one do you think it is? Brad K. Brad K? Yep. I'm going to go on the base. I think they're going to have another great year. I think Brad K is going to get his first win with RFK. Busher will get a win. But I don't see them cracking the top four. I think we'll have another Busher or Keselowski will have another year of getting to the round of eight. Sure. I think they'll both get in. They'll both be solid competing. They'll be there. But I don't foresee them cracking the final four. So – all right, so a little off topic. Well, not off topic, but piggyback off of this. Will RFK be the top forward team in the Cup Series? I'll punch the gas on them. Yep. Yep. I'm excited for them. I am a, I mean, a bit of a fan of the RFK. I like the mindset that they got going into it. They got some of the pretty slick paint schemes as well. So yeah. I'm definitely well, keeping an eye on them this year. I like to like Brad K. Like they they struggled the first year he went over there like yep. that, and it didn't take long for them to get things turned around. And nope. and you and you got to remember he's done it before with a truck team too. Given Cups a completely different animal, but he knows that ownership side a little bit. Yep. Don't make had, to do. Yep, and he had a damn good truck team too. Yep. So, all right. Uh, next one. William Byron will be your 2024 Cup Series champ. Yep. So I made a statement <laughs> before that we're going to have a repeat winner. So <laughs> I guess I'm pumping yep. drinks. Okay. <laughs> so what, who, all right. So on that, what do you, what are you thinking here? If you're going to repeat, who's repeating? 
I think it ain't playing because you said he's going to struggle. <laughs> no. Now you got to figure out who's won a championship. Yeah, I'm just gonna pull out. You got you got Kyle Busch, you got Logano, you got Chase Elliott, Brad Kozlowski, MTJ. Um, I think Matt Kenseth is gonna get it done. <laughs> <laughs> with legacy motorsports um <laughs> um yeah no i don't think 2012 nascar champion brad k well i just pumped the brakes on them having a final four car so they're all two um the analysis is just yeah, it's just mentioned oh. paralysis by analysis. Yeah, so yeah, listen, to, listen to this. So I went back to 2012. Was Brad Brad K? Yep, champion. And then you go Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, MTJ, Logano, Bush, Elliott, Larson, Logano, Blaney. So since 2012, Johnson, Harvick. Bush Johnson. I mean, Johnson and Harvick are out. I don't know. I think so. You go back to 2017. This is where I think the winner will come from. MTJ, Logano, Bush, Elliott, Larson, Blaney. Yeah. So minus Blaney because you just said he's going to struggle. So that group from <laughs> MTJ, Logano, Bush, Elliott, Larson. There you go. Yeah. What did uh? What was oh no? You posed that question of if Elliot was going to make the championship or not. Yeah. You Are you asking me? Yeah. Because you posed the question. Yeah. Um, I'll you throw might him be in there. What's that? I'll throw him in there. You'll throw him in there. Yep. Um, I was going to say, otherwise you're scratching off another name. <laughs> nope. Uh, I'll throw them in there out uh, of the sheer fact of him and Mr. H after this offseason have a pretty clear expectation of what he needs to do this year after his little stunt he had last year, getting injured and then not really having a great year. And uh, getting suspended. Yep. Um him and Mr. H just had what you would say a fireside chat over the offseason and got really clear on their expectations of each other, and they'll have a bounce back year. Okay. All right. Um, All right, moving into the dirt scene here a little bit. We kind of touched on it a little bit already. Brad Sweet will be the high-limit champion over Rico Ibrew. I got, I got Rico. I got Rico as well. Yeah, so we got two pump the brakes there. Um, I was joking when I was talking about Brad Sweet being distracted, but honestly, I do feel like he's going to have, when he shows up to the racetrack, like he, he's got a whole lot more on his plate now, not just driver. You're talking about owner, promoter, keeping guys yep. happy. He's got a lot more on his plate that he's dealing with. 
Sure. Yeah. I don't know. And I think Rico last year with his team, they that was kind of a not that it was a coming out year. We've all known Rico's good, but he's he on, he on another level. Correct. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, another dirt scene one, and again, this is one that we kind of touched on a little bit already, but I'm gonna put a twist on it. Buddy Colford will be the new championship contender to David Gravel next year. Yes. I'll, I'll pump the brakes. I was about to say, you're thinking hard on that one. Um, I'll pump the brakes and say... I think he'll be a top five. He was in and out of a seat last year um, all the time. But I'm going to say the new top three that are going to be going at it every week will be Gravel, Shoehart, and Hoggenshield. And then, you know, I'll throw in Macedo. Sure. Yep. All right. Kofoy can slide into that five spot and then we're forgetting about Selzy. Yeah, Joe Selzy. Nope. It's a shots is on the decline, but he's like a I feel like he's like a four to eight. Yeah, I would agree. Consistently. Sure. So I'll throw sure. I'll throw Kofoid in that four to eight range. You can put him where you want him, but I don't think he'll be the contender to old DG too. All right. All right. So I had two NASCAR, I had two dirt. I'm going to get two asphalt late models here. I'm definitely calling your bluff though. I'm going to say you're, you're punching the gas on this statement. You're a big buddy fan, aren't you? I am. I like buddy. I am. I am definitely punching the gas on that one. Got it. So, All right. Here. So, we, we mentioned earlier about Stephen Nassie doing the Cars Tour full-time next year. Nassie will win three or more races in the Cars Tour in 2024. I should know this, but I'm, I'm pumping the brakes. Who is he racing with? He's running his own stuff. His own stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go breaks. Now, he's a wheelman. I'm going to say he's going to win two races. It's not going to be three. It's going to be sure. He's going to have a good year, but he's he's running against our uh, a couple guys in, in Butterbee and Queen and Landon Hoffman. And Quapple is over there. Um, I'm going to say he, he's going to have a good year, but I'm not going to say more than three. All right. Cam? Obviously, we're dabbling a little bit. This isn't my cup of tea, but you know Stephen Nass, he's a, he's a staple. Um, and if his car was anything like it was on Saturday, yeah, I'll punch the gas. He'll win three. All right. I'm I am gonna be curious on how he runs this year. I'll definitely pay a lot more attention to the cars tour 
uh, this year because of that. Quaffle is definitely going to be hard to beat along with Butterbean Queen and Hoffman. Um, so I am definitely going to be intrigued on that. I'll be interested to see what the rest of his racing schedule looks like too with that. So mm -hmm. that'll be a good one. So this one is one that I think will maybe stir a little conversation and may get a little bias going in here, but I'm intrigued to see what you guys are going to say here. This is still a punch the gas or pump the brakes here. So something about Krause. The regional touring series, the Midwest Tour, Southern Super Series, CRA, will be more competitive than the ASA National Tour. Yes. Yes. Yep. Why? You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to take a big swing here. Did we not, I feel like the ASA National Tour last year had a strong start and it had started fizzling out towards the end of the year. Like, I feel like there was a couple races, I forget where it was that like we we're getting down to, you know, 18, 19, 23 and like car count. Yep. And I'm going to say that on the premise of I hope we have a ton of guys running the Midwest tour. And I would agree with that. Cause I'm I think the, the weekly with the change in the super late model rules just changed the landscape of the tour. Cause the other thing too is, and I'm trying to look up the stats here. I mean, you had, you had a top four car, not even run all of the events yep. for the national tour last year. And that was even bubble Pollard. You had six cars, or no, this is even fully updated. Never mind. I was going to say, at one point, you had six cars run all the races. But then, yeah, Bubba dropped out of a couple of them. And Majeski wasn't even going to run a handful of them until he found out where he was in the point standings. Yep. He was late entry into a couple of those pending some truck stuff because he realized that he could win both the owner and the driver championships. Yep. And obviously the owner is where the money is at. So Correct. if I'm going to say you're going to have more guys running under the same team banner, yep. which is going to affect the national tour competition side of it, because you're going to have teams drawing local guys to bolt on a four barrel and run the national tour races where you're not going to have the guys like this year running all 10, 12, whatever number of events it is. Sure. It's going to be a different feels, kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yep. And again, I and I kind of spurred this off of that the the recent news with the Midwest kind of getting that unified rule book. I think you're just going to get stronger car counts in the regional series than you will in the touring series. Yep. And even then, those car counts are going to be tough fields throughout that as well. Yes. So, I would agree. Uh, last one here is not a punch the gas or pump the brakes one. It's purely up for discussion one. Um, it is cup series related. It's just simply put, what will be the race of the 2024 cup series race of the year? That should say, what is going to be the race of the year? I'm 
Martinsville Final Four. Cut off. Everyone played too nice this year. Okay. If if we're going storylines, must watch. You guys know where I'm going with this? Yeah, he's going Daytona night race to end regular season. Bingo. I knew it. <laughs> I just freaking Daytona under the lights is just. Oh, awesome. that's awesome. And then you throw in that summer race and it could rain. <laughs> what? Yep. It could rain. A little sense of urgency. It could rain. And you just got that is race where you're gonna have 14 through 14 through 19 that are gonna be racing for points. But then yep. you can get that's a race where you can get somebody that's 22nd on back in points that can win a race and get in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I guess, Tire Changer, what's your race in 2024? The, I think, again, kind of going with storylines. Um, I... And I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be NASCAR's return to the Indy Oval. Oh, that's a good call. I am stoked for that one. If I had to pick one. I think it's back where it rightfully belongs. I think it'll become a crown jewel race again. I think it's got to be the Indy Oval race. Yep, that's, that's a good call. It goes back to being the race in Indy. Yep. Hell yeah. Well, that, was a, that was a doozy. That was about 36, 37 statements and debates, I guess you could say. Hot takes, whatever you want to. Life's all about perspective, however you want to spin it. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep, for sure. But uh, a ton of fun. And I don't know. I really enjoyed that. I was going to say one other. I know we got to get to our next topic, but um, I was going to say over under, you know, 10 different drivers to win a race this upcoming year. Over. Yeah. Hugely over. Over. Way I'm over. not going 16, but I, it'll definitely be over 10. I'm going to say 13. Okay. God, that's a good number. Really good number. It's not too many, but it's just enough to make it yep. interesting. Yep. <laughs> That's what it we gets want. you worried at the end of the year. 13 is yep. a lot better than number 12. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyways, so yeah, that was actually a lot of fun. Um, enjoyed that. Um, and uh, stay tuned for our summer episode of Hot Laps at um, Cedar Lake and Slinger. And uh, 
Loser's got to get an ass tat that says hot lap loser. Oh, what? <laughs> Whoa. That was not part of this deal. I was about to say, yikes. You better be careful. You're involved in this deal as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, quick hitters. Um, I know as we wrap up this episode, a um, few quick hitting race previews. Um, Kel, were you going to jump in and take the race preview um, for Luke Soil, or you want me to? Go ahead. Um, so coming up, um, I believe, is it next week? It's uh, all yeah, they start Thursday actually. Or sorry, Wednesday. Tomorrow or this week, Wednesday? Sorry, Wednesday, run Wednesday is practice, Thursday's first night. Um, for Lucas Oil at Golden Isle Speedway. Um Fairmona guys have been testing there. JD's been out there. Um so as we mentioned, uh, Dirt Late Models a Racing is getting back into full swing. Um, so Luke Soil is going to be at Golden Isles this coming weekend. And if you don't have flow, now's the time to get it uh, before racing. And uh, I bet your money, you'll get your money's worth on the first weekend. So um, they go on a long stretch here, too, of racing. Yeah. They hit her hard right out of the gate. Gold Nile, Okla Speedway, Alltech. Yeah, they're just just hammer, literally hammer on the throttle with the next next week. On race days. Yeah. So that'll be um one that we'll definitely be watching on, touch on. Um let's go, JD. Um start the year strong and uh love our dirt late model racing. So um another race preview. Um, I know somebody put on one of their bucket list races, our tire changer. Um, I'll let you take the second one for us. Yeah, the Rolex 24 hours of Daytona. Obviously, I, I mentioned it's one of the biggest sports car races uh, on this side of the ocean. Um, so that's coming up this weekend. They just qualified last weekend. They'll start on Saturday, finish on Sunday. Um, obviously, it's just always a great event. Always enjoy watching that one. Um you know, you got a couple of faces in new places. Jordan Taylor's back on his father's team. Corvettes are always really strong when they're there. Um, new track record as well, as far as qualifying goes. So we got some bad, fast cars there as well. So, yeah, 24 hours of Daytona. Uh, it'll be split between Peacock and USA Network. So I will but definitely be trying to watch as much as I possibly can. <laughs> Caffeine included. Yikes. No sleep. Team no sleep. Sleep no. dead. <laughs> Any other final thoughts? No, no, just solid episode and got another good one for next week. Yeah, I'm excited. That's not next week's gonna be another good one. And boys, we're I, I don't know if you can tell, but the racing season we're starting to you know, like when you're getting back, like me right now, 2024 New Year's resolution, like you slowly get back into working before you ramp it up. That's what we're in right now for racing. We're easing back in this. We're slowly ramping yep. up. And pretty soon we're going to be full swing of things. Um, and I just love now that we don't have Monday and Thursday night football. Now there's like a 80% chance that you can tune in on Monday and Thursday night and catch a dirt late model. Yep. Race or something. So. 
um, full swing of things. Love it. But yeah, this is a great episode. Love doing it. Good debates, um, hot takes and all that. So um, as we wrap this thing up um, next week, uh, we're going to give you another little good. I guess you could maybe throw in that we're going to continue on the train of 2024 hot takes. Um, we're going to do racing report cards. Um, and we're going to dabble with some teams in NASCAR, just NASCAR Cup Series. And we're going to give pick out a couple categories, and we're going to grade teams on our expectations for 2024. Top 10s, top 5s, wins, um, drivers in the playoffs, and give each team kind of a report card on our expectations in 2024. So Give me a um, hammer on some drivers, too. Yeah, I think we'll – Within that is definitely going to be throwing in drivers and I think the whole team expectation sub bullet point two is going to be what's going to drive those expectations, the drivers and where they're going to finish. So yeah, um, yeah. As we wrap this thing up, um, love doing this episode. Um, we appreciate anybody that listens. And uh, don't be afraid to drop us a like, a comment, subscribe, turn that bell on so that you get um, you get notified when the best racing content drops. So with that, um, we'll do some hot laps and uh, take this thing home. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.